<laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Can't count that fast. Uh, welcome to the Open Color Podcast. I am Corey Bulls with the Shell Chef, and we back. Finally. After six long years, <laughs> or two weeks, of podcastlessness. We're here. Uh, quick shout out to those watching our live stream on YouTube. YouTube.com slash GoVNC. Thanks for watching and to everyone who downloaded it on your favorite podcaster. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Um, it's November. Is it? Or no- is it? I think November. it is officially Movember. So what, do we, what does one do for Movember? So uh, Movember is uh, it kind of just it started a uh, a few years ago, like seven or eight or ten years ago kind of thing, some guys in Australia just decided that they were going to grow mustaches for the month of November and uh, and use that as a uh, awareness-raising talking point situation uh, just to um, kind of raise some money for prostate cancer research, stuff like that. And over the last you know, a little while, it's just, it's grown to be a, a much bigger movement. And it, it started out as just a, a prostate cancer uh, situation. And then it turned into um, just testicular cancer as well. And then just general men's health. And uh, in the last few years, they've kind of pushed hard on the, on the mental health side of it, as well as the uh, physical health. Uh, so the whole thing is, you know, you shave on November 1st and you grow your mustache out for the entire month, raise some money. If people ask you what it's about, you know, you raise the awareness. And yeah, so this is my, um, I think it's my sixth year actually raising money for it. I think I did it before without raising money. Um, I'm at, uh, I'm about... 30, 30, I'm about a third of the way through and we're about a third of the way in the month. So I'm, I'm on pace to get to my goal of $500. And uh, if anyone wants any more information, they can go to movember.com and find out a bunch of different stats about, uh, about the charity and, and uh, stats about prostate cancer and testicular cancer and just men's health. And stuff like that. And if you want to donate, you can go to mobro.co slash vishelchef83. And uh, we'll, 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 we, can, we can leave a link somewhere probably, right? Yeah, and podcast description. Uh, also, uh, Ryan, who is unable to make it today, is also uh, growing his mustache. And if you want to donate to him, it's mobro.co slash Riger Tiger, R-Y-G-E-R-T-Y-G-E-R. That's back, okay? It's back. I know. I, Tiger. I, I saw it and I was like, oh, I haven't heard Riger Tiger in a while. <laughs> um, can the ladies partake in Movember? They can. So so there's a, you know, the, the bros. The bros are called Mobros. Um but they, there's also a spot for Mo Sistas. And, you know, hey, if they want to grow their mustaches, that's cool too. You know, that's up to them, really. Um, but most Mo Sistas around are generally just, uh, they're either donating or they're, you know, they're, they're raising money themselves. Um, you know, those like sticks with the mustaches on them? Just wear those. Uh, Just hold them like for thirty right. days up in their face. Yeah, um, but uh, basic more most sisters than not are um, are using it just to raise awareness for for everyone else as well. Because you know, men's health plays a big part in their lives as well. Sometimes. Sometimes. Just uh, just like how we support breast cancer. Um, you know, mental health isn't exclusive to males, and uh, it's it's good to kind of raise that awareness for everyone. And yeah, so 
that's my Movember plug. It's looking uh, not too shabby at the moment. It'll Is it'll it? get pretty it'll get pretty shabby pretty soon, but uh, right now it's not too bad. No, in the history of this, did they specify exactly why they chose to bring the mustache back? I think it, for the for the most part, it's been dead and buried since. Like, it was. I think it was more so just to, you know, have someone <laughs> ask about it, right? So right, because again, it's not really something you see much anymore, right? Exactly. So when it first started, people were like, "Why are you doing this? You know, why are you growing a mustache?" Because as you said, you know, they it was it's been pretty much dead for a while, um, and uh, I'm pretty sure it was just. Uh, to get the conversation started and it was a pretty easy way to do it. Um, and then their slogan is also uh, changing the face of men's health. Ah, uh, yes. That makes sense. You get it. Uh, so yeah, you know, they, there's a, a bunch of rules drawn out. So you, uh, you don't just shave down your beard and have a mustache all month long. You, start with a clean shaven face on November 1st and you actually grow out the mustache uh, throughout the month. And then there's other rules like you can't have, what is it? You can't have the mustache attached to the, the chin hair area because then it's actually a goatee and that's illegal apparently. Um, and you Could can't you, so you do a Van Dyke though. Yeah, you can. Um, but you can, and you also can't have your mustache attached to the sideburns because then it's a beard. Um, the past few years, I've been doing the uh, the handlebars. Um, I was asked very politely, I'll say, um, but so not politely <laughs> by a certain someone. You were threatened to not do the handlebars this year, so I am going with the Mario stash. Is it the Mario or the Mario? I still say Mario. It it wasn't Mario until Super Mario 64. Oh, uh, yeah, when Mario was talking. When he finally talked. But also, I'm not Italian, so I don't say... I'm a I don't say about it. quarter Italian, and uh, my whole life, I my mom's uncle, I was only ever heard to, to him be referred to as Mario. Yep, uh, M's dad is named Mario. So... And yeah, it's, uh, it's Italians, full-blown Italians. It's always been Mario, but hey, if you're Italian, Italian it up. That's how Rocky says it. Does he? <laughs> I don't know. I, I assume. <laughs> Sorry, Three movies in, and you just assume. I'm, I'm on a Rocky kick, so <laughs> trying to trying to gear up for Creed. Two. Creed dose. Which That's I'm what next? The twenty-first. Creed. No, no, two Fridays. Two Fridays for now. End of the month, I believe. Yeah. Right? No, twenty first. So it's the Thanksgiving week because it opened. No, it opened twenty first is not a Friday. It's a Wednesday, and then that's the Thanksgiving time. Should be good. Nice. I was uh, putting that one off for a while. I don't know why. I guess I just didn't have time to watch it. But yeah, sat down, watched the first Creed recently. Enjoyed a third, third yeah, a couple months ago. Yeah, uh, I think uh, yeah, a couple, couple, couple years post its uh, actual release, but still. Yeah, uh, Michael B. Jordan did a really good job. I'm, I'm pretty excited, and just the I think that the actual story will be pretty good. Like, uh, I think it's a it's a good premise for the for the movie. Revenge. Yeah, always. <laughs> always Revenge is always always, <laughs> always a good premise. <laughs> We're doing a movie. We want to do. Yeah, I don't know. Let's just do something with revenge in it. <laughs> The Revengers. <laughs> That's why uh, it was originally Revenge of the Jedi. That's right. And then it'll stop, think about it, and say, hey, you know what? But Jedis don't do revenge. So then They return. Return. They just return. They don't, <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't revenge anyone. They return. They just yeah. return. They just they come back. <laughs> it's like, oh, you guys are here? Yeah, we're back. We returned. Yeah, <laughs> what are you guys going to do? Nothing. We're just back. We're just back. Oh man, nothing else new and exciting in the last couple of weeks. Uh, last couple of weeks, not really. Just, just living it up. Yeah, grow, growing this mustache and and living life. Um, 
living the dream. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I've uh, talked about this before, but Diablo 3 came out on the Switch, and uh, so I got it, of course. And it's been great. I I loved it on the PC. Yep. I, I loved it uh, on the PlayStation, and uh, it's even better on the Switch, if only it's it's pretty much exactly it's actually exactly the same on the switch the nice difference is i can play it anywhere which has been uh like the story of the switch like everything's the exact same it, it might not be any better or any worse but the fact that i can take it anywhere and play it is like it's a huge plus but i'm around with yeah. it not lugging your desktop around yeah yeah that uh they got mad at me for doing that. <laughs> plug, it, plug in my mouse and everything. Yeah, come over a table or a desk. <laughs> Guys, let me have a 21 inch monitor here. You got to put extra power water so I can plug in my speakers. That's right. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, since we've been off for. No, I, I can't do that. Been off for what, two and a half weeks, I guess, since the last one dropped or since we recorded it in the drop. So, a lot of stuff to catch up on. But we'll uh, let's keep within the uh, video game realm, and I'll start here. So we've talked about before that uh, PlayStation Network has finally allowed gamers to change their PlayStation Game. Network names. Oh yeah, Gamertag is Xbox. Yeah, so they um, have that open for some uh, PlayStation Plus members for beta testing. Now, before that opened, they sent out an alert to those willing to try this. Um, and essentially they're saying is if you change your name, there is a chance that you may lose your game saves, your purchases, and your trophies. So I don't though. <laughs> like why would a why would that matter? Why would that actually like I I can't remember. I I assume that when I signed up for it, I had to sign up with an email address. Yeah. Right. So why would any of the game saves or purchases or anything be saved with the the like PlayStation username and not well, the email address. That's a very good question. Now it comes down to I guess when Sony created their network, I guess their gamer tags or their PSN names, they tied to your account. So by changing your account account name yours to them it recognizes as a new account and that's but, what they're trying to fix unlike microsoft where you can you set up your account but then you create your gamer tag after the fact and you just link them same thing with with nintendo sony didn't think about that they just lumped it all into one entity on their network it's just yeah it seems really short-sighted but i oh, guess yeah, absolutely. If, they, if they didn't plan on having this in the first place then you know, they were like, oh, we don't really need to worry about it because we're not going to allow them to change it anyway. Which is also, like, why like why would that be a thing? Oh, so they say it in their uh, warning. Uh, it says, to those who change their PSN names, uh, you may be affected by the following ways. Loss of access to content, including paid-for content acquired for their games, including add-ons and virtual currency. Loss of game progress, including game save data, leaderboard data, and progress towards uh, trophies. Parts of games and applications may not function properly either online or offline as well. Again, because the previous online days may remain visible to users and other players in some places. This may lead to many users to express their frustrations on social media, blah, blah, blah. blah. So basically, you want to try it, you risk losing everything and starting over, which then is what people, I think, were doing anyway when they wanted to change their names. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, like if they want to change their names, they would just start yeah. a whole new account anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, I, I think a lot of people would have also not changed their name because they had to start over. I guess it really depends though, right? Like if it's brand did new you, PlayStation and... Did you like yours? Uh, I'm on this beta program, so... Oh, okay. What's so it there? I think my, my, my Sony Plays is just my first and last name. But wasn't... There was something you were changing that... You had to go uh, last name first or something, and then you changed it finally to be even with everything else. 
No, this would be the last thing. If I change this, everything's it'd be the same for everything. Oh, okay, that's that's what it is. Yeah. So. This is the one. But then again, I would lose all my stuff. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. You might not. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so I saw this uh, last week. Um, somebody who has been able to take Super Mario Odyssey and play it on an emulator on their computer. Really? So most of us associate emulators with being able to play old content from like outdated, surrendered, superseded systems like GameCube, N64, Super Nintendo, whatever. But yeah, this is the first current gen game on the market that someone was able to take. Didn't they? I thought people had Zelda working on, um, or yeah, like the Breath of the Wild working on PC somehow. Not that I've seen, but this one I saw it. It's pretty good. There's a few slowdowns and glitches, but that's what happens. But it's, yeah. they say of, of, of it's pretty playable. So now, you, who needs a switch? Uh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> because well, you have a laptop. It still goes back to the play it anywhere. Well, I had a. Well, that was the whole thing right, with the PlayStation Vita is that you're supposed to be able to play anywhere and then you can play your content from your PlayStation. Yeah. You just need a good internet connection. But you you did make that work. Uh... I never did it outside the house because by the time um, I had unlimited internet, uh, this was already, like, I was done with that. Yeah. Okay. I was able to, like, to remote play from, like, the basement to the upstairs, but then you get some lag and stuff. Yeah. It's That's never awesome. great. It's like anything. Like you're only as, it's only as good as the signal that you have. Same with the internet. Yeah. And yeah, yeah pretty much it for gaming. Uh, other than Super Smash coming out soon. I did see this oh. article. I don't know if you saw this. I'll do this quickly. And we can go into what you just thought of. Um, somebody actually posted uh, or did the. I think it was the end. PD group compiled a list of the top selling video games in the US from 1995 to 2017. And this includes both physical and digital numbers. Um, I won't go through the whole thing, but um, any guesses to of what you think one of the games may have been top selling when you're into gaming, like say 95? Uh, NHL 94? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, I'll just it's quickly. So um, from 95, it was Mortal Kombat 3. Whoa, okay. When we get into the more recent years, you'll start to sense a pattern here. Uh, 96, what was the big thing that came out in 96? NHL 96. <laughs> so it was uh, Nintendo 64, so yeah. Super Mario 64, followed by um, Mario, Kart. Mario Kart 64, uh, Zelda. Um, 99 was Donkey Kong. So again, it's, every year when 64 was out, basically... Their biggest games was so Pokemon was uh, Pokemon Stadium was 2000, uh, 2001 Madden NFL 2002, uh, 2002 is Grand Theft Auto Vice City, which I find funny with all these years is that Grand Theft Auto 3 was never like you figured yeah. that would have been the huge like, one, but Vice City, yeah, was the that one of the year. got everyone into it, yeah. Uh, 03 was Madden 04, 04 was San Andreas. I remember when that came out, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, it's too much. Like, well, it was too much. It was just everyone was everywhere was trying to get it. It was sold out everywhere I went, and then I got it and I played it for like an hour, and I was like, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just in Vice City. There's no '80s music. It's all hip hop. Yeah. Who uh, next it? two years. <laughs> the next two years was Madden again, '06 and '07, um, and then we get into the fads of 2007 with Guitar Hero 3. '08 was Rock Band. Um, and then 09 was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Call of Duty starting because I feel like that's going to be it for the rest of... So 09, 10, 11, and 12 was Call of Duty. 13 was uh, Grand Theft Auto 5. And then... Back to the Call of Duty. Back to the Call of Duty all this year. That's crazy. I... That's been, you know, that kind of game, first-person shooter game, like, has just not been my type of game, except for GoldenEye. GoldenEye's, GoldenEye doesn't count. It's everyone's type of game. 
But I say, what it, I, even though it never won a game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's everyone's game yet nobody bought it. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone else had it already. <laughs> Pretty much, everyone got it at certain points throughout the year, so it never really took off. But um, yeah, like to your point, it's a slight variation year over year, and yet everyone's getting it. I don't understand. Oh, I mean. You had you mentioned all those years of Madden being the uh, the most bought game, and I mean all the sports games are. I mean we can attest to all the NHL ones being extremely slight variations year over year. Uh, I assume it's the same with Madden, with the graphics getting a lot better than NHL's getting year over year. But I think yeah. like it's got to just be. Like I just, it's one of those things where I feel like instead of releasing a new game, you could just release new maps, like uh, DLCs, or do like with the Grand Theft Auto Five method, where yeah, it's all just DLC, yeah. doing new content for just for strictly the online portion of it. So you have this six, seven year old game that's still that's while outdated. They keep updating this, the multiplayer aspect of it. Yeah, that's true. That would be I just yeah, it's. Uh, Cause like, what's really? Oh, well, Call of Duty. It's got to be. I think the only thing they changed year over year is the type of war it is. Like, was you have Black Ops, and then you have WW One. <laughs> then you have yeah, back to current day. Then you have like probably like Vietnam or whatever. Yeah. Ah, it's just yeah, it's weird. And like I, so I never played those games. Um, I did have Halo for a short amount of time when uh, when we all had Xboxes. Mm-hmm. As, like that was that's what you did yeah like that was, was the, like, the, the mario right of yeah that was what i was gonna say that was the sonic the hedgehog of of xbox games um and i just i tried doing the missions and i didn't have fun and then i tried doing the online stuff and i had way less fun <laughs> because yeah it just it was not fun being so terrible at a game Okay, I was watching something and someone threw a comment. Um, he was interviewing somebody and uh, this guy was just going on about Fortnite asking if he played it. And he's just like, I have a job and a family. So when I do have time to play something, the last thing I want to do is go online because I don't have 18 hours a day to sit and get good at something. Absolutely. So when I get in and I'm on a team with someone, a 13-year-old who... You know, so at home had his tonsils out, um, has done nothing but play video games. Is gonna kick my ass, and that again, as you said, that's not a fun experience. So I'd rather just if I'm gonna video game, I'll do a mission or something, or find something that's of interest and do it on my own time and my own speed, and not worry about Everyone. doing online. Well, that was yeah, that's uh, pretty much. That is why TFT was shitting and, and playing hockey. Exactly, that was it. It's, <laughs> that it's not. We didn't have all the time to practice together and as much as we played the game like you know do uh, our like be a pro or whatever it was called do the mm-hmm. seasons and and all that stuff like it's not the same as playing on the same team as someone and uh yeah we were not good we we almost won that one <laughs> yeah our best performance to date is when that one guy which i convinced inadvertently selected goalie yeah <laughs> And gave up six goals, and, and then they quit. Let's say we went by default. Yeah, we're we're, we're taking that win. <laughs> and if we don't talk about any other game we played, we are undefeated. That's right. So the uh, MPAA uh, did a study over uh, regarding made major films released over the last fifty years, and discovered that the majority of them were all rated R, which yeah, I was surprised by like 50, 53% or something. Yeah, they broke down was it the 50th anniversary report comes with the bevy of broken down statistics over the last 50 years classifications and ratings following the replacement of the Hayes code by the MM, MPAA rating system's 1968 report states that nearly uh, of the nearly 30,000 films given classifications by the major motion picture association of America, 17,000 were rated R. Um 5,500 were the like PG, uh, 4,900 were PG-13, uh, 1,500 were G, and the 
NC-17 X-rated films, which can be viewed by 18 years older, clocked in at 524. Are also, it like there you go. they're playing pretty like fast and loose with that R rating though? Like I don't, I don't really remember. I guess it, it also it's movies that aren't, you know, the major releases that are in theaters and stuff like that 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 could be well, getting. I think in this the states there's very strict guidelines. Like I think if a woman's topless, it's an R. Yeah, sure. If it shows both breasts, it's an R. If you drop two f bombs, it's an R. Um, I think really when it comes to violence, it's just if you can be pretty graphic as long as there's no blood. But yeah, like three hundred was not rated R because they like they never showed blood hitting the ground kind of thing. It was like barely. It was they did it really well actually. Um, ah, it seems like it still seems like a lot of R rated movies. But yeah, I gotta assume most of these have to be comedies. What's that? I think some most of them had to been had to have been comedies, just because yeah. of language. Yeah, that's true. So, how many movies was uh, Seth Rogen in in one year, <laughs> or Jonah Hill? Because they're not in you no know, PG thirteen films. That's not that's not how homie plays. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It's weird to think, like, as as readily available content is in life, we still have like a system like this where we have to monitor what people are going to spend their own money to see. Yeah, it's like, well, you have a cigarette in this. That's an R. Okay, cigarette's gone. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. You only show that one <laughs> room, so Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, with hmm? TV shows, you know, like there's, I mean, obviously there's a lot less smoking in TV shows now, but you know, there was those episodes of friends where people were smoking and stuff like that. And it's like, does that all of a sudden, um, you know, bump up the rating for those shows specifically? Cause like, it's just a, it's a weird, uh, thing that's changed right like it's well i mean it's not weird that it's changed but um you pretty much never see anyone smoking in tv shows anymore or movies no, i think it's if it's like set in a certain time period yeah. they'll have someone pop out a cigarette like i had nothing to watch the other day so i did my annual rewatching of ghostbusters yes <laughs> and again just like having you know Ray walking around with the dart in his mouth, like with his proton pack on, and his <laughs> yeah. PKE meter, and just going around like they need a cigarette. <laughs> or when they, yeah, they come busted in with like all these ghost traps smoking, and they both him and Venkman got or got cigarettes in their mouth, just chatting with the thing bouncing around. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny. They, some channels have different guidelines on what they can and cannot do, just based on the time. Like ABC. Basically, all their shows are quasi family friendly at the eight o'clock hour, but then at ten o'clock when NYPD Blue was on, yeah, they're really saying shit. Up. There's asses being shown and stuff like that, and and I even heard um, AMC has, I think, is it a, a two f bomb rule in place for Walking Dead and the Walking Dead, so they can say once or twice a season can have it in an episode and it's not a problem. Really? And only Fear the Walking Dead has done it, I think, twice. And the Walking Dead has not, but they're allowed to do it if they want to in their scripts. And they, which is funny given the gra- the gory yeah, nature. So much other stuff. Walking Dead's like, you know, hey, we can't throw in an f bomb. That's too much. You guys be dead and walk around all you want, but you. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, no cussing. <laughs> um, and I guess speaking of Walking Dead. Too much, too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess the Walking Dead. So Simpsons are going to get rid of a poo. We talked about the yeah, documentary and, and the controversy, and now he's uh, he's he's going away, according to uh, Adi Shankner or Shankar. Sorry, um, they said that uh, they were Otum Shank. Otum Shank. So obviously Tom Hanks. <laughs> Uh, they were they were they launched a a contest the simpsons uh to get 
challenging young writers to craft a specific spec script for the for the spec script for The Simpsons to like refresh a poo. Um, and then I guess they just said, "No, nah, no, nah, we'll just get rid of them." Yeah, like none of these ideas are good. <laughs> I wonder so how they're gonna it, do it. They're just gonna kill him off, or the, him be like, "Oh, the kids are all grown up now, and I have to." Well, I just wonder if they'll do like, uh, like um, Lionel Hutz or Troy McClure, and just he's just gone. Yeah, just. <laughs> but like, where did Pooh go? Yeah, he died. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He was all high. <laughs> it's because uh, they. Is it an overreaction or? I think it's just a. Uh, I don't want to say mix up, but like, I think that it's it's a bit of an overreaction, but it's also just people not like taking things a little out of context. You know the 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 joke of him being. Not the joke, the the stereotype, you know, of him being a convenience store clerk. Um, like I don't know, I just I don't think that that's it's it's part of the show, you know. It's it was like when we were talking about things like uh, oh uh, I can't remember it was like a bunch of episodes ago that we had, but um, about how Friends is like super homophobic and and all that, you know. But like it was a different time. And yeah, okay. Uh, at this point, you wouldn't start a new show with all these stereotypes, maybe. But when you're, what season is Simpsons in now? 34? Thirty four, thirty. I thought yeah. it was more than. Um, you know, your characters are established. They're not just new characters that you're you're tossing in, being like, oh, you know what? Now we need to have you know this kind of person driving the bus. We need to have this kind of person teaching English. We need to have this kind of person at a convenience store. You know, like it's they're established characters in their established roles. And I don't know. We didn't have a problem with a poo being a poo thirty years ago. I haven't watched the newer episode in a while. I wonder if he, if Homer still strangles Bert. Oh yeah. Now that we're thinking of things that you shouldn't be doing now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Also, it's yeah, been thirty know. years, Maggie. Like, let's let's walk a little <laughs> bit. Let's let's say a few words. Should have got off the pot, eh? That's right. Yeah, what else? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the only thing I think of that outside of the, like, you know, yeah, just strangling your kid for thirty years. <laughs> Maybe that's why his growth is so stunted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so anti-growth hormones. That's why he lashes out. <laughs> <laughs> recluse kid um and then i guess a lot the biggest thing that came up uh while we we're off was that we have some new details on disney's new netflix rival disney minus i mean sorry disney plus right disney, disney um it's official launch date of 2019 <laughs> easy blackberry <laughs> oh, <me too. laughs> Uh, it will be home to all of its past title catalogs as it'll be stripping content from Netflix, um, as well as new original series, including new content from the likes of Star Wars, Marvel, and Pixar. So from what I, the way I understand it is that when you open Disney+, Plus, it acts as a central hub, um, and then from there you pick the type of content you want, whether it's from Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and then you get presented a whole new hub, and then you have all the stuff there. Ah, I didn't realize that. Would they, but they, they must have some sort of universal search as well. Like oh, I'm I, sure. Right, you know, if I want to yeah. search for Avengers, I don't have to go into Marvel and then find it. Yeah, someone kind of said like they're treating this almost as like they do with their parks. Like you show up at Magic Kingdom, but then you have Epcot, you have Oh yeah, was it the Animal Kingdom? And then you have Universal, Hollywood Studios. Um, so yeah, they're expecting this to launch after they finalize the deal with uh, Fox. So then they'll have all those properties. But some of the new series they're talking about doing, um, one which is already in production, that's the Mandalorian, the one by uh, John Favreau and set in the Star Wars universe. They're also going to do a spinoff series set in the uh, 
Rogue One, I guess, timeline with uh, Diego Luna's character okay. for that movie. Um, they also bring back the Star Wars The Clone Wars for a new season. But then on the Marvel side, uh, we're going to have a Loki series. That's been confirmed, as well as the Scarlet Witch series. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure, okay. Um, and then um, a Falcon slash Winter Soldier series. <laughs> just sounds like the best buddy cop. <laughs> like just the most ridiculous joke yeah. one-liners one uh, winter soldier the others part falcon <laughs> together they're all kinds of trouble <laughs> uh then also uh which i th- didn't hear anything of but they're going to be doing a series set in the monsters inc universe oh really and that's going to be done by pixar makes sense so I'm interested. I want to know if it's going to have like Mike and Sully or focus on some of the lesser characters or I don't know. Yeah. Cause Could uh, be interesting. they have uh, how many monsters Inc movies are there? Just the two, two well, Just monsters Inc, Inc and one monsters and then monsters university, the prequel. I thought they, yeah, I thought they had a third one, but yeah, I, I think I would, if I was to watch that, I'd prefer watching it with, um, the main characters and not just like some offshoot characters, but Disney knows better than me. They they have a better idea of what Do makes. They know. Yeah, I Do mean, they... they've been making money for a while. Yeah, that's true, and they keep making money. They've yeah. already. It was I think a couple days ago they said they have already made back what they spent to acquire Lucasfilm. Wow. Do they also they have Avatar too, right? Uh, once they close with the deal with Fox, they'll own Avatar. Oh my god, that's going to be insane. I was reading this thing about... What's more insane? The fact that they're going to own it now or that there were pl- Fox was planning on doing five sequels? Uh, just the fact that they own it, I think. <laughs> I was, well, I was reading this thing about how Avatar has... like The, the first Avatar made so much money that... Um, it was what was it? Avengers, Infinity War, which I think is number four on the list, plus uh, another movie that was also like really really good. Still, like if you add both of those up, they still wouldn't match Avatar's uh, like record of two point whatever quadrillion dollars, two point seven. Oh, so, yeah. so you're talking uh, about worldwide gross, not domestic. Yeah, worldwide. Um, and then just based on that, at least the next avatar, if not the other ones is probably going to just rake in so much money. Oh, maybe it's been what? (laughs) 2009. So nine years. Yeah. And it's going to come out next year. So yeah, 10 years. So yeah. So, uh, 2.788 is avatar. Number four is Avengers Infinity War, which is two billion and, and forty-six. Oh, I, I think it was that and Ant-Man. Was Ant-Man around seven hundred? The first Ant-Man. Yeah, that's guy. Because I, I think it was those two movies or, or something, but it was just like just crazy. Their best movie and their worst movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, like maybe their worst gross. Oh, well, sorry, performing movie. Yeah. Though. Ant-Man was Ant-Man and the Wasp. I just recently uh, rewatched, and I before I put on like it was going through movies to watch, and I was like, this is the only one to date where I haven't like seen and rewatched shortly after it came out. Yeah, because I've had this for a while and I haven't watched it yet. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm not really into Ant-Man. <laughs> like Infinity War, I've already seen like five times since it came out. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just one of those ones where I'll just throw on because it makes me feel warm and toasty inside. It's a culmination of everything, right? And I can't wait for the next one, so it gets me stoked for the whole year. Whenever the tra- I think whenever that trailer comes out, I'm gonna have to not watch it, rewatch the movie, then just watch that trailer again. I I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to not watch it, but I have a feeling they will show it, show the trailer for that at and every movie you see from here on out. Absolutely, but especially at uh, Captain Marvel. 
So if I want to watch trailers, I'm going to have to watch that one. And I I am going to want to watch trailers. So, What is the next big release coming up that could possibly attach you? Because they said it's going to come up before the end of the year. <sighs> Got to be... Uh, what's com- There's something coming out in December that's going to be great. So, yeah, Fantastic Beasts on the 16th. Yeah. You know, it might be, it might be with Wreck-It Ralph. It's Disney. Uh-huh. Could be. Oh, you know what's probably going to be with? The 2000 re-release, 2018 re-release of Schindler's List. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know it's got to be at the beginning of that one. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> so, given about how they killed everybody, half the universe... If it yeah. work, can we attach the Schindler's hey, List? If you guys like genocide, <laughs> do we have the movie? Repeat this trailer. Oh, that's so bad. Speaking of which, Remembrance Day is on Sunday. Oh, yeah? You, um, uh, so, um, so Wreck-It Ralph, um, I don't know, it might surprise you and throw it and get people to go see Once Upon Deadpool. Ah, uh, yeah, why are they doing that? Oh, just Get into that in a second. Let's actually next up. plug some stuff. So, abc's.com. They've been with us for a while here. So, if uh, you like fun shirts, sweaters, other memorabilia of 80s and 90s, like what Michelle's wearing that some of you can't see if you're listening, uh, go to abc's.com, enter the promo code OPECOLOR30 to check out and save yourself 30% on your purchase. That's abc's.com. Celebrate your inner 80s kid with the Radish Retro t shirt. And pop culture gear. Um, now, there's a good reason for that. Um, if this press release. So, Ryan Reynolds said after they announced that they're doing Once Upon Deadpool, which is, for those uninitiated, it's a recut of the film to a PG-13 standard. Um, so, you know, make more money. Um, so, he said that basically ever since they did this, they were going to do Deadpool, the Fox has been basically asking him to do it since then because something smaller. And he said that uh, he would do it if proceeds went to his charity, Fuck Cancer, which they're renaming for the promotion of this to Fudge Cancer because, you know, PG-13. That's um, awesome. So that's kind of what it is. It's just to let kids see it and give some money to charity. Yeah, I mean, like we were talking about before, like, how hard is it really to for kids to go see Deadpool right now? Like when it was out, even if it was R rated, you know, how hard was it for the people who wanted to go see it to go see it? I think um, that depends on the age group of kids and their means to get to a theater to see it. Yeah. Like if we're talking like eight, nine, 10 year olds who can't just be dropped off at a theater to go see a movie. Um, if we're talking probably the ones that would go see it, like, you know, a 14, 15 year old, they're going to get in and see it. Yeah. Or just get an older sibling or a sibling of a friend who's a bit older, get them in. But even parents, like, I don't think there's that many parents stopping people going to see Deadpool if they've seen the first one, you know? Right. Um, but I just, I, I wonder about if the movie will suffer, like if the story will suffer, I don't think so because I feel like that was my, my main issue with Logan was that they were just trying too hard mm-hmm. to, you know, to make it an R rated movie. And if that they, scene with the, with the pickup when it breaks down. Yeah. Where he's just, and it says like F F F F as much as he can. It's like, Oh, we we paid for this R rating. Like we're, <laughs> we're gonna get our fucks worth. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, I didn't, I didn't like Deadpool two because of the R rated stuff. So like spite of R rating. Yeah. So it could work well, I'm out. Curious. Did you, have you like read about it more? Or, like, the like what they've done to no. No. Their new framing device. So, essentially, it's from what like the promotional image that they shown is. It's kind of Deadpool is reading. It looks like he's reading a, a storybook to Fred Savage, I love the Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> so Fred Savage is in his bed, like in the Princess Bride, and Deadpool's sitting in the chair, like like his, his grandfather, and reading him. I guess the story of Deadpool too, and a yeah. Santa hat. 
So I'm curious just for that. Uh, I won't go see it just for that, but I'm curious to see how it works. But uh, while we're on Deadpool and Ant-Man um, and Stan Lee popping up in all these Marvel movies um, and Venom, especially. Yeah. Since we're both bi- both big fans. Um, I got to think just because Marvel's name on it, should Stanley have a cameo if he had nothing to do with the creation of those characters? I don't think so, but I, I, but he's I, in everything now. I get why they're doing it because most people just associate Marvel with Stanley now, you know, they don't, they don't know what he was a major part of a minor part of, or not part of at all, but I do. Exactly, but most people <laughs> don't. So they just when assume... he popped up at Venom, like no Todd McFarlane and yeah. what's his face? I can't remember his name. Escapes me at the moment. They created Venom. You didn't. But Rob Liefeld created Deadpool. Stan Lee didn't. He's just he's like the the super old face of Marvel right now. That's the only reason. And that's the other thing too. He hasn't been part of Marvel since like the late nineties. Exactly. Well, so most a... of these kids going to see these movies don't know who Stanley is and don't know that he did at some point have an affiliation with those characters. Exactly. But now it's like a it's a running thing that they I guess they don't have to keep up, but they just they want to. Because why not? It makes him a little bit of extra <laughs> extra bread. Yeah, I have a feeling that they're like, like they're not paying gigs. Well, I'm sure he's getting enough from the fact that it just says Marvel everywhere. No, I, th- I don't think he gets a piece of Marvel anymore. I think that's all. At he all? sold all that stuff off. I'm pr- I'm fairly certain because he you, sold everything away because Marvel went bankrupt a long time ago. For the fun of it, he's like, guys, I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has his own uh, was it Powell Entertainment? That's his. Uh, is nest egg now. Ah. Nerd alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's perhaps take a break on some of the uh, geek stuff here and segue over to uh, some sportings. Um, now that we're in the thick of everything, baseball's over, NFL's in full swing. We're, what, three weeks now on uh, NBA? Yep. Um, enjoying the the Raptors play thus far. Yeah, I they want to get. I'm I'm sur- I'm yes. happily pleasantly surprised that they are doing as well as they are. Um, Beat the Knickerbockers today. They did it. I, I was worried when it was uh, two nothing Knicks at the start of the first quarter. I'm like, oh yeah. god, here we go. This is where everything <laughs> falls apart. <laughs> you guys missed your first basket and. The Knicks come in and they get two off of it. Oh God! It's pretty much over at that point. But uh, yeah. so, anything going on with the NBA so far that you're surprised with this Jimmy Butler saga? Uh, the Lakers. I the Lakers. I think I'm. I'm probably the most surprised with, but at the same time, like, kind of not. It's I'm not like expecting them to lose a bunch, but it is surprising. Uh, seeing how, like, you know, LeBron James in general, like, basketball is one of the sports where one person actually can make a huge difference. Like, the, uh-huh. uh, you know, someone can take over a game. Michael Jordan did it almost all the time in Chicago. You know, they're, they're down 30 points, and it was basically a, a pass it to Will situation. <laughs> Just right get it. <laughs> just get it to him let michael jordan do his thing um if if he doesn't get you back he'll at least get you really close and lebron james is that kind of player as well um but it's not it's just not working out as well i guess that way so i don't know i think that's the most surprising only because i didn't expect them to lose this often this early because that's not what happened in Miami you know they, they pretty much hit the ground running in Miami when when he went there um, I mean they played together I guess at 
at the Olympics uh, the year before that. But how much practice is that really? They practice. Yeah. It's a dream team, uh, man. Exactly. But uh, yeah, other than that, like trades and stuff, I'm I'm like meh on. Um, and the Warriors, I guess I thought would also be doing a, a little better. And I'm surprised again at how poorly the Rockets are doing. I'm, you know, it's not unexpected, but I'm still kind of surprised at uh, at them not doing so great. How about the Bucks being number one in the East? Yeah, that's weird. Uh, just weird. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's you know, like early. three weeks in. Yeah, it's we're early on, and uh, there's there's a lot of basketball to be played. So, uh, good times. And um, the, don't think I mentioned it. We may have mentioned it briefly before, but um, so there's now a season ticket drive for a possible maritime Halifax team uh, in the CFL. Really? Yeah, I think that's just started. The CFL commissioner was over there. I guess maybe they're not, hasn't been approved yet. They're kind of interested to see how things go, but there's, it's a very good chance that we might have another Canadian football league team this time out East. How, uh, how many we have? What? Eight. Eight. Yeah. League. So they'd go to nine, or would they try and sneak in two and get to ten? Uh, no, I think they just do like one more. Seems like an odd number. Now I'm confused. No, there's, it is nine. There's nine right now? Yeah. So Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg, Hamilton, yeah. Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal. Yeah, that's nine. Shows how much we pay attention. Yeah. As Canadians. <laughs> yeah, okay, so then jumping it up to ten, I think that's good. I do find it funny. There's ten or nine teams. It's football. They have a point system. Yeah. For wins and losses. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> like, you only have two options: you win or you lose. Why is there points? Oh, it's, there shouldn't be points for anything. We talked about the the games back situation. That's the best way to do it. Nice clean win loss columns. <laughs> yeah. It's not like yeah. Exactly. Us. Do a quick segue over to hockey. What do you think of uh, Joel Quinville getting fired? Um, <laughs> and then then they hear the stories that they've been trying to do it for years, but the team just kept winning. Yeah, oh, I didn't. Isn't hear that, that. mind boggling? I think it's. Oh, you didn't hear that? No, I didn't hear that part. That's yeah. Wild. Been, uh, Bowman and the ownership group want, been wanting to get rid of him for years, but then they won a cup, and then they were like, okay, well, maybe this is the year we'll get him. And they won another cup, and I guess they missed the playoffs last year, and they're struggling a bit this year. That. Like, okay, now we'll get rid of them. Reason. Rather than just wait until the year's over, because they're likely not going to make the playoffs, but now you're going to pay him to sit at home or until someone else picks him up. Yeah. Um, People aren't smart. I thought I read somewhere that he had a quote out there um, maybe like two or three weeks ago that was like, if I were them, I'd fire me or something like that. Like just something um, along those lines, like, you know, the way that the team has been performing and the way that, uh, you know, by extension, the way he's been performing, um, that he should not be with the team anymore. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was, was weird. I don't know. I, I, you know, read a, or I heard a few kind of, uh, people's opinions on it and they were like, you know, how do you fire someone that's, that's won so much and, has done so much for the team and and blah 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 but like he hasn't won you know he didn't win last year mm -hmm. so it kind of like it's just a weird thing like i thought it was weird that uh the raptors you know fired the coach of the year like that's you know like if you if you won coach of the year you're obviously doing something right and yeah. just because your team didn't win, like that's still a good kind of stepping stone to the next year. Um, but you know, if they had kept him on and then this year he, they didn't do anything, then yeah. Like why not fire him and, you know, get something new or you know, try something new. But I don't think that, I don't think that uh, Joe Conville should have just gotten a pass for, like previous years, especially because when was the last time they won? Two years ago? Three. Yeah, I think three or four. Three. So like, you know, not not that 
it should always be a what have you done for me lately, you know, criteria. But, you know, Chicago hasn't been, you know, they've been on a decline for a couple of years. Um, it could have been his fault. It could just be that, you know, their players are getting older and they're not uh, they're not providing enough young talent or whatever. But I'm like, I have, I'm less upset about it, I guess. Not upset, but, upset. you know. I'm I'm sad. <laughs> Chicago. But uh, he so he was the longest tenured coach as of the time that he was fired, right? Like that was that was another thing is he's been with Chicago for however long and no other coach on any other team has been with that team for that long. Um but I mean that's another reason like all right, your time here. Like thank you for all the years of coaching and thank you for all the cups and when they weren't winning cups they were at least getting to the finals um there's the door now it's time to go and like that's another thing if he's you know that good of a coach like he's not going to have any trouble finding or like there's not going to be another team that's uh that's not going to want him you know there's he's got a history of of winning Mm -hmm. so i'm sure he won't be jobless for too long yeah, it just means someone else has to get fired. Yeah, it happens. And we're two weeks away from Tiger and Phil showdown on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. what, what was that about? <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I, I, I'm a big fan of both of them. But I'm, like, I'm still like, I do not understand why this is happening. Like, both of you are... Essentially out of your prime. Tiger's trying to claw his way back in a little bit, but uh Pun Phil, intended. Yeah, like Phil, you're like you're done. I'm sorry. Just uh kind of slum it for a couple of years and then get back in when you <laughs> to the like senior PGA. <laughs> but uh, but, you know, uh Tiger's making a yeah, bit of a comeback. I do not You're gonna watch it. I know you're gonna I'm, I'm gonna watch it for sure. It's my favorite golfers but i'm still i'm still not going to understand why they're doing it just like yeah it's like uh we watch weather and mcgregor thing right that's funny yeah and then what it's like and there there's like a friendly bet on it too right yeah something stupid five million or something like that or a million dollars yeah (laughs) 18 million dollars million dollars per hole it's the skins game that would be more exciting if they did uh like a million a hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. I don't know. I, I uh, yeah, like I said, I don't understand it. I will be watching it, but it's not going to be something that uh, I'm not going to be cheering anyone on. <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm, I'll be cheering Tiger on because he needs a win. He needs, yeah. He, not yeah, just yeah. a second place finish. That second place. That was yeah. a great. That was a, I watched that. That was a good time. I couldn't believe the, the crowd. I was like, this is reminiscent of like him in his heyday. Yeah. So look at that. It's 97 all over again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he's doing it. So since we had some time off, I was able to track down an odd story reminiscent of our olden story days. Now this one isn't animal related, but I did find it funny that it was something that was ongoing that just now has been x Under Armour employees are now no longer allowed to claim strip club visits (laughs) as expenses. So under old company rules, Under Armour used to foot the bill for all strip club visits, according to the Wall Street Journal. So now the athletic apparel company emailed employees earlier this year, informing them that this practice is no longer allowed. The company tells CNBC that it will continue to address inappropriate behavior as it strives to create a respectful and inclusive workplace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. I, when I saw that headline, I was like, wait, what? Like I had to read it a couple of times to, to make sure I read what I actually read. (laughs) It's magic. You know, phoning in to confirm the story, and just like Pete's like, "Yeah, no, no, like we, you guys did this, yeah, <laughs> but not anymore." So- <laughs> oh wait, no, 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 we didn't do it. 
Well, we did, but we're not doing it. <laughs> Damn it. Meanwhile, he's in the club. Like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I can't write this off anymore? Just imagine walking with your receipts, just putting it down. Yeah, I need to... <laughs> I'm going to need to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Just charge it to the company. <laughs> oh my it's, God. it's Halloween night. All those breakfast buffets now. Oh, I, was only uh, <laughs> I was just there to find out how to get away from there. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's wrap this up with another stellar bad dad joke. Um, so, Shell, what did the ocean say to the shore? What is that, Corey? Nothing, it just waved. Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> 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 all right that's uh open caller for this year i mean this week this month whenever <laughs> uh follow us socially at uh, facebook.com slash open caller podcast and on twitter and instagram at open caller pod also we want to donate to the november cause hit michelle up at what's that link again mobro.co Slash Vishal Chef 83. For Michelle and myself, this is Corey reminding you to keep it casual. <laughs>